Damn, 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 son. Where'd you find this? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 95 of the Fly Route Podcast. I am your host, Anthony, a.k.a. Tony Playboy, a.k.a. Purdy Little Lies, a.k.a. Purdy Woman, and I am here with the guys. Y'all got any a.k.a.s for yourself? A.k.a. Twig Street Baby, Mac and Cheese. I'm going to say no coordinator needed this week with a little bit of... No bass in my voice this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ace Cliff, aka the Glove, aka the Boys, got another one. Sam, aka Aaron Judge, is a Yankee for life. I don't know if y'all saw it. Nine years, yeah. three hundred sixty. And so that boy got paid. Not a baseball <laughs> podcast, but got it. Got to shout that one out. Hey, all right, so we got an exciting show for y'all. Breaking down an exciting week 14. Before we get started, make sure that you like this video and follow wherever you're listening at the Fly Route Pod. We are live every week, 6 30 p.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Let's get right into our most surprising and disappointing fantasy performances of week 13. What's popping, Cliff? Uh, so I had I had a solid a solid little list here because some of them personally hurt me and uh, some I benefited from. But I'm going to have to give the most impressive, uh, most boom player this week to Jalen Hurts. Uh, he went crazy. Uh, he had 300, 380 passing yards. Three passing touchdowns, 12 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown had about 44 points in most leagues. Uh, so he just – he went crazy. I played against him. It hurt. So, I mean. Uh, Have you been personally got, victimized by Jalen? <laughs> yeah, he, it, it hurt, man. But my my runner-up, and I feel like I always give him it when I, when I do the player of the week, it was uh, Mon St. Brown for the Lions. Yeah, 11 catches, 114 oh yards, God. two touchdowns, and about 34 points. Like Jared Goff, he's just nobody else out there or something. He's just different, man. Like he just is. He, he just is always. He just finds a way to get open, and he's getting targets. Like he's getting targets. Yeah, he hurt um, me this week. <laughs> um, and then I had I had some other ones, but I'm a I'm a I had Devontae Adams on there. Joe Burrow, those guys went crazy. But I'm going to give the nod to A.J. Brown because of the game and because of the results after the game. Uh, yeah. he had eight, eight catches, 119 yards, two TDs. He had about 32 points in most leagues. And it was just the performance. Like, it was just not just the numbers. It was it was the performance and the statement. And then the Titans end up firing their GM, who made the decision, essentially, is what everybody – it's under the impression of <laughs> trade uh, AJ Brown, and he came and did that to them. So big, big shouts to AJ Brown, even though he's with the Eagles. Unfortunately, I don't know why they fire him now, man. Like a surprise, he's been doing that no, to the whole no, league. No, 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 come on. I, mean, I think it hit different when he do it on y'all head. Yeah, but he's been doing it to the whole it, league. It, it yeah, don't matter, it's, bro. It's, it hit different when he do it to you. So now I get the, to lose the my way job he did it. The way he did it. It, it, it ain't even. He could have just took a slant to the crib. Like none of his cap, none of his touchdowns were like, nah. Like he like bullied him on the first jump. Then he muscled him on the second jump. 
and then he was just dominating the entire game. The catch he should have had on the, on the sideline, like he just he dominated the game, and I love his uh his celebration. So the celebration was was funny as fuck. He was he was giving them work, like like you shouldn't have traded me work is what he yeah. Did. Like nah, the celebration they, was they pretty much like that's true. No, nah, like, the celebration he did was like, uh, I'm a whoopee, but I still love you. <laughs> like that was that was yeah. essentially the celebration. Like I still I still love the Titans, like I still love y'all for drafting to be and all that, but y'all gonna feel yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> uh my bus players this week. Ah Jalen Waddle with one catch. For nine yards. He got hurt. Nine points. He got hurt, but never really ruled him out. He came back in the game at one point, ran around. Yeah, he was quick. That's when he got his first catch. They threw him the ball. He came back <laughs> in, They threw, but they never actually ruled him out because I had him in like two leagues and they never actually ruled him out. He was just standing over there, like walking around, like mm-hmm. not going back in. But that didn't hurt. Um, I'm going to go with my second one. Really, it's Derrick Henry. I mean, he had uh, and I and, and back to that game, he had eleven carries for thirty yards, two catches for eight yards. I ended up with atrocious. Like five, That's five right. points. Like, mm-hmm. you just can't do that. That's your Derrick Henry. And then George Kittle only had four point two this week. So, some some big name guys of guys have been performing at a high level at a very down week this week. All right, bet, bet, bet. We got T.O. with the RPO next. Yeah, so getting into this RPO, got the first question here for Ant. So 49ers, are are the 49ers Super Bowl dreams over? Run or pass? All right, I'm going to pass on this. Keep the dream alive, Niners Nation. Two reasons. One, the Niners don't ask a lot of their quarterback. Like, we saw them make the Super Bowl run with Jimmy G making, like, seven passes a game in the playoffs. Yeah, that was Like, they completely hid this man, right? They can do that with Brock Purdy. It's not super likely, but he would not be the first Mr. Irrelevant to come on a team with an amazing defensive run game and get carried through a Super Bowl. Sound like Brady. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two, there's a chance that Jimmy comes back by the conference championship game if they really need it. We'll see what happens with that because he does not need surgery. So I say keep the hope alive. Pass on that. The Niners have the team. I, I agree with that one because, I mean, he plays solid for them. Stepping in against that Dolphins defense and being able to get the job done, like, that was pretty impressive. So, I mean, I like that. Next, next question here goes to Sam. So is it safe to say that the Bills will be fine without Von Miller? Run a pass. I'm going to run with it. I think the Bills have enough on defense to make up for the loss of Von Miller. And Von Miller really went there this year as kind of maybe a last-ditch effort for him to get another Super Bowl ring to be a player with a ring on three different teams. Um, so I think that the Bills were strong enough to contend in the AFC with or without Von Miller to start the year, but it is a big loss. For sure. Definitely agree with that. He I feel like he was just more so like a, 
a final chess piece or like icing on top. That's like, okay, he should help us get it done. Like we don't need him to play every down, but the situations he's in the game, we know he's going to be effective. Yeah. So moving on here to Cliff. Mike Tomlin. Will Mike Tomlin have his first losing record this season? He's had 15 years straight with a winning record. Absurd. Run a pass. It's it's going to be close, but I think with his last games being he got the Ravens without Lamar. He, he got, got them twice, right? Or he got the Browns yeah, twice. Yeah, but he got we got the he got the Ravens without without Lamar. Then he got the Panthers, which I think they could win a game like that. Um, then you come back with the Raiders. I think that's another game you could steal because the Raiders give away wins sometimes. So. And then you come back with the Ravens with, with Lamar. I think the Ravens don't lose to them twice. And then you got the Browns. I don't know if anybody watched. I know a lot of people watched Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, it was bad. The defense scored I, three touchdowns. They didn't score. They, what, guys, they had three points guys, offense. One I'm not going to overreact because it's his first game, his first <laughs> real game back in, 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 in a whole season and, and 11 games. So that's a long ass time to not to not get no get no get no. But the look bad. No, the no. one picky through was bad. No, <laughs> so, was bad. It looked terrible. So yeah. So I we going we going with us. But if that if that situation stays the same, that Steelers defense is gonna get after his ass. So Listen. I think <laughs> I think I think uh, I think he gonna find a way to not have a losing record for real. For real. They they look better with Jacoby Brissett. But they should look better with Jacoby Brissett, considering how long Deshaun Watson hasn't played football. But I mean, you go and play a bottom tier team. Like I understand that it's all it's still an NFL team. But you go and play a bottom tier team, like, and you only can score one field goal, even with still having Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Mark oh. Cooper. Like you got the talent. That ain't the issue. They strapped Nick Chubb ass too. He was about to be on my most disappointing. Yeah, I, think I know. He had like eight points. Didn't get in the box like they he they shut down that off. I don't think that offense effectively moved it into the red zone. Oh, like often. I think they probably only had maybe one. I mean, they, that, but I know they, they were in the red zone. They were in the red zone. Off they threw that terrible pick, right? Yeah. Yes, they yeah. were. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. The defense scored three touchdowns. That that was Bro, insane. The punt return and then the defensive touchdown. The punt return was the first two of them. The fumble was crazy too. That they just popped out of nowhere and they picked it up and was like, "Oh, yeah." That defense, out. that defense bailed him out because you you supposed to lose that game. Definitely. That defense yeah. bailed him out. So <laughs> yeah. we gonna we gonna see we gonna see how he progresses the rest of the season. But I think that's one the Steelers can can still. And I like I said, so I think the out of those games, I think the only one they definitely lose is one to the Steelers. And I think the Panthers, the Raiders, and the Browns are susceptible to take a L. So he got to win four out of the last five to to keep that that streak alive and make it to sixteen. So just one for everyone. So can the Ravens defense carry Baltimore without Lamar Jackson? To what? I mean, keep them afloat. I mean, to what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they were going to win anything. I just said keep them afloat. All you got to do is win the division. You can make the playoff. I'm asking, like, what do we determine, like, uh, keep them in it, keep them I, I think like, he means make the playoffs. Uh, I mean. They, 
I don't know, man. Since he on the ass, and since he's been playing ridiculously good football, like Joe Burrow. I mean, we already knew he was nasty, but this is this is different. We can like stop he, doing this every year, hopefully, where people are like, "Is Joe Burrow like really actually bad?" Like, no, shut the fuck up. He's amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's facts. That is facts. He gets sacked five times a game, and people are like, to start the season, always start this narrative. Like, maybe Joe Burrow is a fraud. No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Joe Burrow is a fraud. Sam has had enough. Some protection. <laughs> yeah, Sam has had enough. They did, and it was not protected. The protection no. was not protected. Said, that was worry, the problem. Your personal protector is in town. Yeah, that was the problem. Touched. The protection was not protected. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he had no preseason because he had surgery, so like he wasn't really up to snuff when the season started. So that's like a valid excuse. But neither here nor there. The protection was not protected for Joe. <laughs> all right, so I think we're all passing on the defense, keeping the Ravens afloat. So that was it for the RPO. All right, bet, bet, bet. Let's get right into the players of the week, you know. All right, so a lot of this was already touched on on the fantasy players of the week, but we'll start with A.J. Brown. That's who I give the player of the week to. Insane catch, like set that line, eight catches, 119 yards, two touchdowns, and one GM fired. Literally. Like, that's, wild. <laughs> that's wild. Like, that's wild. Like, he told the boys from uh, the Busting with the Boys podcast, as they were all on the Titans at the same time, and he mm-hmm. texted him, it's up today, family, before the game. <laughs> like, like, he, like he let them know it's up today. <laughs> uh, honorable yeah. mention to Devontae Adams, who had 12 catches, 177 yards, and two touchdowns as well. Uh, I don't give player of the week out to quarterbacks. They can just have the MVP award. Defensive player of the week (laughs) (laughs) is a cowboy. I Cliff, I got you here. Deron Bland, fifth round rookie from Fresno State, was targeted five times, gave up two catches for nine yards, and had two picks. That's they targeted them at five. Yes, I did that. (laughs) Hey, after, (laughs) after Anthony Brown, who he got hurt. Like I'm, 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 I'm sad for him. But who, who do everybody throw at? Like if you go throw consistently, you throwing it, you throwing it, Anthony Brown. Like if I'm, I just, I'm just tired of looking at it. I'd rather see somebody else get beat. I really am tired of looking at it. So <laughs> I'd rather see somebody else get beat. Is it's wild. unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that he's that he's that he got that injury that he has and he's out for the season. But I think that gave an opportunity for a rookie to step in and show what he can do. So I'm excited to see what they can do, what those young guys can do. Our team's actually really young, and I'm excited about it overall, uh, yeah. especially on that defensive side. Two picks on five targets is wild. That is. That's all I'm trying to say. Two picks on five targets <laughs> and, is crazy. And it was both some ni- nice plays, too. Yes. Um, special teams player of the week, going to Donovan Peoples-Jones, wide receiver slash punt returner for the Browns, ran back a 76-yard punt touchdown, basically is the difference between that game for them against the Texans. So those are your players of the week. We will go right into, we got the news with T.O. Yeah, so buckle y'all, 
seats in right now, get strapped in. So, obviously, right. we just talked about <laughs> the Bills losing Von Miller for the season out with the ACL tear. Originally, he was assuming that, you know, hey, I'll be back for the Jets game. However, turns out, towards ACL, so he's out for the season. Uh, Jimmy G has a list, list Frank foot injury. It's not a list Frank. I saw it's it was a list Frank. A, they thought it was. It's a fracture, but it doesn't need surgery like a list Frank would, which is why he can make it back in time. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Dodged it narrowly. <laughs> like, no, for real. Like, So we're in the realm of that. But like you said, seven to eight weeks, and he'll potentially be back for a playoff push. Uh, so some more big news here is the Rams claiming Baker Mayfield off of waivers. Other big news is that um, Sean McVay stated that Matthew Stafford has a spinal cord contusion. So not sure how serious that, but I mean, it sounds yeah. serious. Yeah, that sounds very serious. Not sure, if, you know, you can come back from something like that. That's what it sounds like. But It sounds like if he doesn't get surgery, he'll never play football again. Yeah, that sounds it sounds pretty bad. Hopefully, you know, prayers up to him that he uh, gets healthy. We know that he's one of the toughest to ever play the game, and you know, fought through many injuries. Um, but they only owe Baker like one point something million dollars guarantees for the rest of the season. So why not give it a shot? I guess. <laughs> and then also, Lamar has a PCL sprain, which we spoke about briefly as well. Uh, the Panthers active. Uh, Defensive end Henry Anderson, they opened his 21-day practice window. Uh, so he said that he suffered a minor stroke that left him hospitalized for a couple of days. So glad to see he's getting back on the field and healthy. Um, also, big news for the Bengals. Joe Mixon was a full participant for the Bengals uh, coming off of that concussion. You got the Browns signing Jalen Darden, who was just released by the Bucks, And they also signed linebacker Reggie Ragland. But they also place Anthony Schwartz on IR due to a concussion. And then we spoke briefly as well about the Cowboys not offering OBJ a contract after a two-day visit. We we have the Broncos signing defensive lineman Elijah Garcia. Davis Mills finally getting back in the starting rotation for the Texans as well. Um, and they also waived defensive lineman Michael Dwumfor and claimed defensive lineman Taylor Stallworth off waivers from the Chiefs. Then you also have Trevor Lawrence is day-to-day with the sprained toe, so big news for Duval County. And you have Derwin James status up in the air with the quad injuries for, for the Chargers. You have the Vikings act, uh, designating running back Ty Chandler and Cam Dantzler. And then you have – they also placed tight end Ben Elliston – on IR. I uh, are these niggas. I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> Listen, Cam Dancer was that starting corner out on the other side of Cam, uh Yeah, Cam Dancer right. But like Ty Johnson player. I like I actually know who Ty, Ty Johnson Chandler. is because I'm Ty like Chandler. deep in the shits. Ty Chandler. Oh, I don't know who that is. I lied. He's a running back. That's not a running back. But uh <laughs> Mark Ingram's slightly tore uh, MCL. He's gonna be out four to six mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, the giant safety Xavier McKinney, he may may get the pins removed from his hand, so he not probably not going to be playing. But big news for them for him coming back. You have Eagles cornerback Avante Maddox, twenty one day practice window open. Uh, the Bucks linebacker KJ Britt designated from IR, 
and the Titans signed defensive back John Reed from the Falcons practice squad. So that sums it up for our news this week with all the major headlines. Injuries and, and signings. And all right. So what we got next? We got the five fly with Sam. Yep. So we got the five fly. This is for our people interested in sports betting. I'm going to give the guys five games that are happening this week. We're going to talk about the lines and who we like in each of those games. So the first one I have is uh, in the first slate of games on Sunday. It's the Lions as two and a half point favorites at home versus the Vikings. This game is interesting because Detroit is five and seven. They are favored against the 10 and two Vikings. Uh, but Detroit's been really hot lately. And uh, it actually opened up with the Vikings favored, but so many bets were put on Detroit that they had to move the line, apparently. <laughs> um, so initially Vegas had the Vikings as the favorite, but people just overwhelmingly bet Detroit, I think based off of how they handled Jacksonville last week and people have kind of been on fraud alert about the Vikings the last couple of weeks, especially with their point differential uh, and their defense. So the Lions are four and one in their last five games, but uh, only one of those games has been against an opponent with a winning record. That was the Giants in week 11. Like I said, they're coming off the really big 40 to 14 win against Jacksonville. So what do y'all think? Do y'all like the Lions as favorites at home, or do y'all think that the people so quick to bet the Lions based off this hot streak are kind of overvaluing uh, the last couple games? No way. No way the Lions. Okay, I want to say no way, but I would take the Vikings as a dog because they're like almost the best team in the NFC. Like this is one of the moments where you don't – when you follow the money – this is why the this is why Vegas always wins because they see some shit like this and they're like, well, boys, the Lions are favorites now, right? Because <laughs> you put all your money on the Lions, like, nah, like absolutely not. And like, I don't ever want to be disrespectful to the Lions because like they are doing very well for themselves. For sure. Listen, no. yeah. listen, I'm riding with the Lions, man. Like, it it's about damn time, bro. We 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 seeing something. Uh, some life out of them that we ain't seen and you know who knows how long it's been so I, I, I'm a I'm around the Lions like last time we didn't choose the Lions they yeah it was against the Packers game. yeah they beat so, the Packers aren't good yeah that's a fact yeah, yeah. Um, like, okay to be fair I wanted to make one point about the lot, like the wind differential differential thing about the Vikings being frauds. You understand the, the the Vikings have lost two games, but they lost two games to two really good teams by like thirty points apiece. Like that's why their wind differential was messed up. Is because like the two games they lost, they got blown out by like a the best team in the NFC, and then the other team they lost and to then, was still a good team. But and then be the second best team in the NFC. Okay, so Literally, that's all yeah. I'm trying to say. Like the teams they lost to were like the best teams in the NFC, and they got blown out by thirty. And the other games they're winning are like one possession games. Maybe one and a half. Like the win, the win different the point differential thing is massively overrated because yeah, you went the Cowboys and you went the Eagles. Yeah, I wish Jamison Williams would come back for the Lions and. Whew. Yeah, I honestly think I honestly think that 
it's what, two and a half points? Yeah. Lions by two and a half? I'm riding with the Lions, man. Last time last time they played at the Vikings. I'm sick. At the Vikings, the Vikings beat them 28 to 24. They can put up points. And I know their opponents the past few weeks haven't been anybody, but they did beat a potential playoff team with the Giants when they were doing better also. They and played the Bills well. They didn't win, but they played them well. They've they they've did. competed. They they've competed in games, and the Vikings are for Rod. I said this. I said I, I've been on this. They just they just always find a, they find a way. They find a way to blow it in that close of a game. Last time while y'all was at home, now you come to Detroit. I, I think I think they're gonna. I think they're definitely gonna cover the spread. I think they probably beat them by three or something like that. Like, I ain't gonna hold it's you. It's gonna it's gonna come down to the end, and and. And that's gonna be it. I, I I wouldn't be surprised. Like I I don't I don't I don't blame everybody for betting on on the lines. That's why they was like, oh, yeah. we'll bet against it and get paid. And that's why they was like, whoa, we gotta we gotta ease yeah, this back the exactly. other way. We gotta ease this back the other way because because they know also that it yeah. could happen. So they should have beat the Bills. Gave up that last minute BS with no no time on the on the yeah. clock. So I love this yep, game. That's what I'm saying. And honestly, I love this game so much. I'm going to take the Vikings, too, just so it's a 2-2 split between us. I can definitely see Detroit winning this game, too. Um, Especially, like, it's hard to beat a team two times. Like, especially uh, the second time being on the road, beating them. And Detroit is hot at the right time. But I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings so we haven't. Even by default, you don't even want to take the Vikings. Right. Stand on we, that we shit. Know who you really want. We, know you, shit. we know who you really no. want. To take, right? no. Stand on that no, shit. I'm, I'm gonna stand alone over here. No, I'm taking the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings. Uh, I think the Vikings get it done. And I think this, you don't even mean that. This game deserves to be a two-two. It's spicy. <laughs> You don't even mean that shit. No, you don't even mean it. The Vikings, right. the Vikings, hold on. The Vikings beat the the, the cow. I mean, the the Cowboys and the the Eagles are the only two teams to beat them. And the Eagles are the one seed. The Vikings right now are the two seed, but the Cowboys are the three seed. So the two teams that are up say. there with you, you got your ass whipped by. You didn't lose. Like you were competitive yeah, in those but games. The Vikings, you your- not, the Vikings ain't them teams, bro. That's all I'm trying to say. The Vikings not them. You mean the Lions are not them. The Lions, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The Lions not them. Yeah, sorry. The Lions not them. That's all I'm trying to say. The Lions are not them. But they really blew the game to the to the uh to the Bills as well. They should have lost that game, even though they they should have. They because they blew it. Snuck that one out. Yeah. All right. Let's be real. The Bills love kind of just like fucking up shit that shouldn't be fucked up. Like that's like a Bills. I wish they would do that against us. I'm just saying. Remember remember when the Bills lost to Jacksonville last year, and like not just kind of lost, like they got got, yeah, Yeah. boy, they got they got worse. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like that's just some like shit the Bills will do. Save your Bills thoughts. We'll get into that in a second. Um, I'll move into that game now. Actually, the Jets are nine and a half point underdogs on the road against the Bills. Some content. Nine? Yeah, nine and a half points. So this this line is really interesting to me. In the two games Mike White has played, they beat the Bears by 21, and then they lost by five to the Vikings, who played the Bills very close and uh, ended up beating them. 
The Jets have beaten the Bills this season 20-17 to in a game where Zach Wilson threw for 150 yards, but Brees Hall also went off. Josh Allen had two rushing touchdowns in that game, but no passing TDs and threw for two interceptions. So the Jets secondary had a good game against him. Do you think the Bills blow out the Jets, or do you think the Jets come within nine points uh, and, and cover the spread? I'll start with T.O. Honestly, I think the Jets can beat them again. Like, their game plan was really good. He didn't throw any touch. We talking about Josh Allen didn't throw any touchdowns. Yeah, that's wild. So, I mean, clearly, whatever game plan they got is we finna follow the same recipe. Like, I can see it, honestly. And you won with Zach Wilson, who we all know at this point probably is more likely is a bust. Only threw for 100-something yards. And we all, I feel like, believe Mike White is the guy in New York for them. And, you know, he can get the job done. So, Brees Hall's gone, but I still think that – I think they can get it done. Like, this is a team that you play twice a year. It's always going to be a tough matchup. You're not going to blow them out. And it's not going to be nine points. So, I think it's another, like – He said take the three, money one. Three or four – Three or four. It, whoever wins probably going to win by three or four points. So that's one for the My Jets opinion. spread, and T.O. would maybe even take the money line in that game. What about you, Anthony? I'm, I'm definitely – I'm with T.O. here. T.O. not wrong. Like, it's. I just feel like the one issue with this Jets team this year has just – sorry, with the Bills this year has been like Josh Allen throws picks – and likes to throw them in the red zone for some reason. Like, but he like, do it against us though. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know. It looks like everybody like hooping against y'all. They really no. Come but play. I ain't gonna cap though. Like that one where he was like out of bounds, damn there, and threw it. That shit was crazy, yo. Everybody yo. stopped. All the defenders like, oh, it's just oh, it's that shit touchdown. Oh my like, bro, <laughs> why yeah, you looking at him, bro? Yeah, that shit would have hurt my feelings if I was y'all. Ain't no way. Like, that shit was crazy. Like, he will do that, but he will, like, throw the most mundane pick of all time. Like, like yeah. that's the thing. Like, he rises to the challenge, but when the game is mundane, he'll throw a random pick. And, like, I just think because of that, until they fully clean that up, which has gotten a little bit better the last week or two, but until they fully clean that up, I just don't see the nine-and-a-half point spread against that Jets defense. What about you, Cole? Yeah, I agree. I uh I think Max, the Bills, if the Bills win, they win by seven, like touchdown. Like they're not, they're not covering the spread. It's just gonna, it ain't that, it ain't that kind of matchup no more. The Jets are, are competitive in that division. It is what it is, and they not, they not getting the the Jets out the way off the ease. I know it's different though. It is different, totally different quarterback, totally different run game. So offensively, I don't know if the game plan is the same. Defensively, you know what the game plan is, uh, but offensively, I don't know if the game plan is the same. I mean, I don't see why they would change it, really. Run the ball. They got multiple backs that can be effective in the running pass game. And then, I mean, Mike White, original hey. Cowboy. Shout out. What happened, to, what happened to our guy, uh, James Robinson? Phased. Phased out. Disappeared. He, he disappeared. He disappeared before he even showed up. Man, was... Yo. <laughs> disappeared yeah. before he even showed up to the party. 
So that's a 4-0 for the Jets to cover the spread then, because I'm with y'all. I was kind of shocked to see the 9.5 points. That looks like a beginning of the year, we think the Bills are OP and we think the Jets are terrible type spread, uh, which, I mean, the Bills are really good, but the Jets have been really good too. So I, I was just surprised to see that, and I'm with y'all. Um, the third game we got is Seahawks are three and a half point favorites at home against the Carolina Panthers. So the Seahawks started off great, but they've been sliding a bit. They've lost two out of their last three games. They played a really close game last week against the Rams without Matthew Stafford or Cooper Cup. They got the win, but definitely closer than they would have liked it to be given the circumstances. And the Panthers are 3-3 three and three since they fired Matt Rule, but all of their losses in that span have come on the road, and they are on the road in this game. So that might factor into what you think about it. But do you all think that the Seahawks cover the spread and can win this game by four or more, or do you think the Panthers end up winning or making it like within a field goal game? I'll start with Cliff on this one. I think the Seahawks will win this game by four or more. I, I just can't believe in the Panthers. They, I mean, I just can't believe in the Panthers. I just don't know. They just, and the Seahawks, Geno's been playing really good. They're not a bad team. Like, they're a potential playoff team. Like, they're not a bad team. Do I think the, um, they've had some close games against maybe some teams that they probably should have, shouldn't have, but Geno's playing really well. Uh, I think they'll, I think they'll cover that four points maybe type game that they win by like four. Um, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking the Seahawks. What about you, T.O.? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks on this one as well. I got to ride with Cliff. Like every point he said is valid. Um, it, it's crazy to even think that to be like where they're at at this point in the season. It's just, you know, it's crazy to even think, like, once we heard the trade go down, oh, yeah, they're in rebuild mode. They, you know, playing for draft picks. Yeah. They're like, nah, we making the playoffs. What y'all talking about? Gino out here turned back the clock to West Virginia times. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I got to ride with the Seahawks on this one. Like, Panthers, I just can't get behind. They have a really good defense, though. I mean, their defense is always nice. But the offense for yeah. some time has been – issue so i just don't see them putting up enough points to be within four i guess so yeah i like the spread for the seahawks cool yeah i'm with you there on the seahawks like i just i can't i would never put any money on the panthers this year <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's a bad bet <laughs> yeah, yeah bro like I don't I, like that that's just really it for me like i just couldn't do it personally like like, I don't think I could turn, look at my girlfriend, and be like, "Yo, I lost money betting on the pit." <laughs> <laughs> like that ain't something you can just be okay with. <laughs> yeah, no, I just can't do that. Like Kenneth Walker going down is interesting, and then DJ Dallas having a high ankle sprain on top of that, and the fact that this offense is really predicated off the run game would make a person who like is willing to care about those things. <laughs> In this situation, maybe have some pause, but I personally can't can't look at you and say like, nah, I put the money. No, I can't. I just can't. If we was talking like seven, six and a half points, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, might, we sure. might, we might be able to lean a little bit, but 
No. And I still would have a hard time looking yeah. at you and telling you that I did it. So like, I bet on the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, like just like also like just on the realest part of this, I can't. Like I would have trouble. I, I can't do it. That's just that's just really it for me. But so no, I'm I'm with everybody else. I'm with y'all too. And it would really suck if the Seahawks got our hopes up by starting off as hot as they did. And then lose a game like this that you, at this point, you've built the hype up. Like, you are supposed to win yeah. this game. Like, this is a team that exactly. that traded their best player and fired their coach and, like, all their coordinators halfway through the season. Like, you should win this game. Um, I also – I think I saw that Dante Foreman was maybe limited in practice today. So, the Panthers might be limited – in their run game. They still have other guys, but that's something to be on the lookout to for that game. The fourth game I have is the 49ers are three and a half point favorites at home versus the Bucks, even without Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I think it's safe to say that even without Jimmy G, um, the 49ers have the potential to be one of the most dangerous teams in the league. They have an insane defense. And they really started trending up really when Jimmy G took over, but uh, even more so since they got Christian McCaffrey. Bucks are coming off a crazy comeback win versus the Saints just a week after the 49ers shut that same Saints team out completely. The 49ers took care of the Dolphins this past week and are looking to solidify their team. Their, their spot is potentially one of the best teams in the NFC. We were talking about this with the RPO that – even without Jimmy Garoppolo, they might just be built to where a backup quarterback can sustain things, or third-string quarterback in this case, can sustain things long enough uh, to potentially make a playoff run and get Jimmy G back for that. But in this game, uh, the Bucks are back in control of their division after a win. Despite a bunch of early struggles with the O-line in the run game, Leonard Fournette is back um, and looking a little bit better than he was before to start the season. So what do y'all think? Do y'all like the Bucks as underdogs on the road with the three-and-a-half-point line, or do y'all think that the 49ers take care of business even without Jimmy G? This is tough, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. This is tough. But honestly, I'm a <laughs> – I'm gonna rock with the Bucks here. Like, it's honestly it's tough. The only and the only reason I say that is, I feel like Tom off of that game winning you know drive gained a lot of confidence, and I feel like that that Bucks team gained a lot of confidence then too. Like, and if we finna get that time for this last stretch of the season, I just don't see Brock Purdy putting up enough points to. To beat this Bucks team, who their defense is not like they got a slap defense either. So, you know, the past couple of years, the Bucks defense has been pretty stout as well, especially against the, against the run. So, I mean, Brock ain't gonna be able to win this game throwing seven to ten passes. And I don't feel like, I mean, yeah, like I said, y'all know how I feel about Debo. I like him as a player and as a gadget player, but as a true receiver, not so much. Uh, here we go. Do you think but, they start using him a little bit more like a running back now that uh, Jimmy G isn't playing? I feel like they're going to have to, but at the same time, it's hard because you have CMC, who you also need to get the ball to. So it's like, 
maybe some wildcat stuff, stuff like that. But I don't. You, you got. You're gonna have to get them the ball. But I don't know what they're gonna do. But I mean, Kyle Shanahan is a great offensive mind. So like, it's not like I don't have faith in them putting up, you know, any points. But when we talk about, you know, arguably, you know, the goat coming to a team that, hey, he said they they chose Jimmy G over him. That man from the turn up. <laughs> what do you think, Anthony? Yo, I'm I'm real torn on this one, man. It's like, tough. I just don't feel good about this either way. Because, like, you want to believe that, like, regardless of Brock Purdy, the 49ers are really set up to be good regardless of the quarterback. But I can't I can't do it. I'm a I'm gonna take the Bucks plus four. And I'm not saying they win, but you know, a field goal game, something like that happens. But I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. But I feel <laughs> like this is one of those moments where you like bet Brady plus four and like you get proven wrong because like his team isn't what it needs to be out everywhere outside of quarterback versus a team that is great everywhere outside of quarterback, like legitimately great. I feel like Tom just has to push the pace, like keep the beats, keep the, keep a mismatch. Once you find a mixed match, exploit it. And I feel like that's what he's been great at his whole career. Like don't allow them to sub, you get them in something, just keep on. Like, I mean, honestly, he's pretty much like an offensive coordinator on the field or a coach on the field, whatever you want to call it. So, honestly, I got faith in Tom. Like, and when it comes to late-game situations, and Cliff can tell you, even in the Super Bowl, they was like, oh, you know, they laugh and kick in, and we get our, we was getting our ass whooped, I ain't going to lie. But all I could say was we got Tom. Like, Cliff will tell you, that's all I kept saying. And they talking hella shit to me, and I'm just like, we got Tom. We got Tom. That's all I kept saying, so. Honestly, I, I feel like I just can't bet against Tom at this point. Um, I mean, I know what he can do, so I just can't bet against him. It's hard. It's, it's still a tough decision yeah, either way. I, I, I knew. Why I would knew you pick who, this game? <laughs> I, I knew T.O. was going to go with Tom, but I'm going to rock with the Niners because – Okay. I think they both have solid defenses, and I don't think the quarterback is the difference in the game. I think the Bucks' offensive line is not good, and if Tristan Wirfs not there, they're not good. <laughs> and the 49ers can – I mean, most of the leads the league in sacks right now, so like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get after Brady and get him uncomfortable quickly. And he can't go nowhere. Once that pocket collapses, Brady is done. That's that's and, and that's all you have to do is get pressure, play coverage for, get pressure, play coverage long enough to get before to before they get home. You give him time, he gonna he gonna find somebody eventually. But I think that defense is gonna get after him. I think it's a, it's gonna be a great matchup to watch the Niners try to run the ball against that defense because that is what they are built around and. If I'm the if I'm the Bucks, I'm gonna be like I'm just gonna bring everybody, bro, and I'm just say beat me, beat me with 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 Brock. That's what I'm gonna say. But I but I still think but they'll that, beat you with the screen game. Like that, they, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, Brock would but do a little dump I'm, off the CMC and CMC gonna do some CMC. That's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what I'm saying. They got they got guys that 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 are mismatches in their own like that 
Debo, you could say Debo. I mean Kittle. Don't 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 forget about mm-hmm. Kittle. Like Kittle is. There's not many people you be like, yeah, he can guard Kittle. Like, no. Like, That's is, I feel like, like I feel like Levante David can do a good job. He's a really good pass coverage linebacker. He might. Not, he probably not gonna win every time though. I ain't saying he'll win every time. I'll tell you, can't. Devin do White. It. Devin White can't no. do it. He's fast as hell. He's fast. He's little. He, the one thing he got is speed. He fast as hell, but everything else is like, bro, he be getting exposed out there. Like the Ravens was exposing him. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I, think I mean, I don't know. I, I just can't bet against. I just. I feel I it. Know. I feel it. It is a tough one. Like I'm not like a, I'm not 100 sold. Like I wouldn't. Have, I thought about this. I'm glad. I'm glad I got to hear y'all opinion because I was unsure at first. But I'm like, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I, I, Brady, that, that offensive line, he needs an offensive line. And the fact that they're six and six, like. I mean, he's been able to have, you know. They haven't a, scored. Their their biggest points was 31 or something in the game. But they've, but been, like, they've been scoring like they max is like they averaging like 20 a game. But he he's, I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of the time, like some of the stuff I've been seeing too is Brady has missed a lot of throws too, like. Overthrows, yeah, things of that nature. So I feel like I don't think that's gonna last long. Like I don't know if it's gonna be this week or whatever. But we also know it's not just the the Niners that's gonna be running quick game screens and whatever. Like we know the Bucks are going to do that. We they're gonna run screen passes. They're gonna run yeah, quick games. Whose weapons doing that? Are you more afraid of? God, the answer is you, you ain't need to take that long. You really ain't. Come on now. I mean the Bucks. You can run, you, you can run a you can run a screen to. You Wait, can you're run a more screen. afraid of the Bucks? Quick, quick, quick! I can run a, people. I can the, run a screen to Kittle, Debo, or or CMC, and I'm afraid of all those guys before one guy running a screen for the Bucks. Facts. Tell me, tell me one guy. Would you be Would it be God? I agree. It would I be Godwin, and that's why I'm like, stop it. Right, because that's not, not right. <laughs> like, it would be no, Godwin, but but I don't, I wouldn't take Godwin over any of those three, though. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying they they are talented. Like Otten, who's a young tight end for the Bucks, is nice because Cameron Brake is still he's been out. I don't know when he's coming back. I don't know, but then I, you I have Mike Evans, who who size wise for the matchup with Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin, and you got yeah, Julio. But Mike Evans ain't killing niggas on. Mike Evans is a killing defenses on screen passes. This man that has thousand yards every ball. season. Okay. Yes, on the deep ball. Like that's all I'm trying to say. And yeah, with Tom missing, Tom missing on the on the deep ball right now. I'll, I think I think I don't Tom think he's gonna go keep ahead. missing those throws though. Time to go ahead and hang it up after this one. I don't think he's gonna keep missing those throws. And they, they know what he's hanging it up at. The they young running back Rashad White. Right after he lost all that, <laughs> like, Rashad Still White is decent too. Not sure if Sam knows who Rashad White is. They're young running back, but he's he's been. Been doing really good with their running game and stuff like that. So honestly, me personally, like I said, I just I just can't rock against Brady going to his hometown team um, against a rookie quarterback. I picked with you. I picked that's, the same side as you. I'm just saying, like that is a fact. <laughs> hey, I hey, the what same if, side as you. What if Brock? What if Brock turn up and beat Brady? And he was Mister Irrelevant, was he not? Yeah, he Brady was. was. Brady was a six round pick. Like, hey, what if? Yeah. Hey, you hey, that'd be that'd, that'd be yeah. tough. That'd be dope. I ain't I'm not ruling it out. I'm just rocking with the Bucks here. Like that's that's all I'm saying. I'm rocking with the Bucks. I think this game is really good. I think I gotta go with the 49ers, which makes it uh a two two split for us on this one. 
I just think like, man, I see the Bucks lose to the Panthers and the Steelers like in the last like four or five weeks, bro. Like they were struggling. They were struggling. That's not a lie. They still struggle. They just won a game seventeen they to sixteen. They almost lost to the New Orleans Saints. Like if the Saints coaches weren't Andy Dalton cowards, <laughs> if the Saints coaches weren't cowards, bro, the Saints would have won that game. But they want to kick field goals, not go for anything. Neither here nor there. I think this game is really it's not like it's here and there. <laughs> they, they beat the they beat the Rams sixteen to thirteen. Like guys, like they, they're not. They, they're, They've been struggling, but they're not a good. They lost to the Browns twenty three seventeen. They're they not did. scoring any points. They, they beat the that. Seahawks twenty one sixteen. That's a that's a solid team. That's a good win. Lost to the Ravens twenty two twenty seven. Panthers twenty one three. Like you're, they're not a good team. This is consistent out the season. Like they're just not a they're not a good team overall. They can win. They're gonna win some of, some of these games down the stretch, but. But I mean, we can go and look at arguably the best team in the NFC, like the Eagles, for example, barely beating the Colts, but then y'all smacked them. Yo, but I they, said that, and y'all like told that. me they was still like that. But they put it up numbers outside of those games, though. They still putting up numbers and playing really good ball on both sides of the ball. They have an offensive line, and they have a quarterback that can avoid pressure when he does get pressure. <laughs> like they that that's not even a their highest scoring game was thirty one points. Against the Chiefs and they lost forty one thirty one. That's their highest point score in the game this season. I do think the, and they lost. I do think the Bucks will end like nine and eight and make the playoffs because no one else in the NFC South is doing anything. But like, no, they they fucking finished the season against the Panthers and the and the Falcons. Yeah, hundred percent two <laughs> division dubs to, to cap it off. But they got a tough one with the Niners, the Bengals, and then the Cardinals. Yeah, before that. Yeah, so they could very well lose three out of those last five. That's and I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I'm saying I'm just siding. Like it, it can go either way. And per, I think it could, but I just going to side with the Bucks. I think they can steal this one. Yeah, yeah. I still wouldn't be surprised if they won either. And I'll move into our yeah. last one. And this one is funny because it's two teams that burned us last week. It's the Dolphins favored by three points on the road against the Chargers. We all had the Dolphins winning uh, or, uh, as road underdogs against the Niners last week. That was the first game they've lost that Tua has started and finished. You three had the, the Chargers bite you in the in their loss to the Raiders. Raiders still undefeated since Derek Carr cried. Write it down. Did I not pick the Dolphins last week? We all picked the Dolphins. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, uh, that's, that's fair. I, I don't like this one. What's the, what's, what's, what's the spread? So the Dolphins minus three at the Raiders. At the Raiders? Chargers, sorry. Sorry, Chargers. Okay, at the Chargers. Man, I want to believe in the Chargers so bad. but And I want to believe in Brandon Staley so bad. Because, like, Brandon Staley, when he first came on the scene, kind of gave you, well, gave you, like, an affect that you really liked. But now he's just, like, uh, Dolphins head coach, uh, Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniels, yes. Now he's just wish Mike McDaniels. 
and like it's a bad look. <laughs> like, like, like he gave you that affect that it was cool, but now he just feels like wish Mike McDaniel's. I'm not gonna lie. So, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna take the Raiders, man. Like, no, 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 no. Dolphins. Chargers. Char- I'm Chargers. gonna take the Dolphins. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I don't know what the status of Jalen Waddle is. That's important. Yeah, you got me all fucked up before, but I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I don't know what the status of Jalen Waddle is, but I feel like. That game against the 49ers did two things for me. It made me remember that Mike McDaniels is very good, but Kyle, like Kyle Shanahan, like that's your man. He taught you what you know. Like, like he yeah. put you on game. And he it looked that was like he be put a you on game. Yeah, it, it didn't look like a good coaching matchup. It like got out coached. He was yeah, looking at two yeah. on the sidelines, being like, yo, my bad. I fucked that one up. Like, yeah. like, 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 and which which I thought was a dope moment, right, for Mike yeah. McDaniels. Like I think that's something that his players will like enjoy because like they're like, yo, he took responsibility for that stuff, accountability, all yeah. that good jazz, right? But he got out coached. He did. And and like it, it was apparent. So I don't know, man. I'm 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 gonna just go with the I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. I just Yeah, bro. Man, this one's tough too, cause I feel like the Chargers be selling, bro. Like Selling like the mid, bro. They be selling, and, and we had such high praise for them before the season. Like this roster was loaded, and I mean, it still has a lot of talent, but a lot of injuries too. A lot of injuries, but even pre-injury, they were selling. So, man, this is tough. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm a rock with the Dolphins here too. Um. But I mean, I, I can see it going the other way if you got Mike Williams and um, Mike uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, yeah. So that's going to be huge too if they play. Um, this is tough, but I don't know. The, I feel like the, the, the Chargers uh, coach coaching staff. I feel like they be getting out coached a lot, or like a lot of their decision making. I'm just like, what are you doing? So. They be out coaching themselves. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm a rock with the Dolphins. I'm a rock with the Dolphins. Yeah, it's yeah. A tough decision though. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna go the same way. I'm a rock with the Dolphins. The Chargers just blow games and just have they just look like a bad team sometimes. And I mean, if we're gonna be real, I was just talking about the Bucks are not a good team at six and six. The Chargers are six and six. They're scoring more points, but they still losing games. So. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to get a bounce back, a bounce back dub against the Chargers. I mean, it's, I think it's just one of those games, and I'm taking, I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm with y'all. That's a four zero for the Dolphins, which I think leaves it to where we have two splits and three four zeros. So that is it for the five fly. Uh, gamble responsibly and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he said, don't come for me if it goes wrong. <laughs> yo. <laughs> All right, yo, we got the no huddle. We're going to play another game of Would You Rather, like we did last week. Free Jameis Winston is where I want to start off. Because hey. the Saints are doing him bogus. Like, bogus. So, I'm just saying, like, it ain't like they winning a bunch of games with Andy Dalton to not Free Jameis. Yeah, so free Jameis, because they don't even want bro right now. So, let's start with him. Would you rather have Jameis Winston or Baker Mayfield? 
Got to go, go Jameis Winston. Yeah, yeah Jameis. At least he can see either. over the D-line. What do you mean? <laughs> that, man, that man got cut after after they took the hit off the cat and you got cut. You got cut, bro. Like, I mean, he not, he's not, he not it. it, bro. He yeah, not he's it, not bro. it, bro. I, we all knew he wasn't it, man. Everybody wanted to have hope because he was Baker Mayfield, but he's not it, man. It's, a, it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. Damn, you not it. the eye. Yo. He might look a little better with Sean McVay because he in the – He's supposed He'll to be an him, offensive genius, but he should put him in better situations. So, yeah, but they still don't have nothing there. Y'all so bad I, enough. Okay, I, that's fine. I mean, everybody. So everybody's on Jameis. All right. So Jameis Winston or Russell Wilson? Don't do that. I still gotta go Russell Wilson. I think this. I'm is, doing it. I, I just want to hear what you gotta say. I feel like he has is due for a big comeback next year. I think the first year is gonna be a struggle with the new team. But I don't think Russ is, is cooked yet. Shit. I'm taking Janice. <laughs> he cooked. Hey, y'all remember a couple of seasons ago? I don't remember. It might have been Peyton Manning oh. closer to the end of his career. This man had like seven touchdowns in one game. Russ only got seven touchdowns? Yes. Yes, it was in Denver. He did do that in Denver. That is true. Bro, you got seven touchdowns. Yeah. And they even added it. Well, we ain't got there yet, but they even added the game to the schedule right this season. Or you pack up. You ain't catching Peyton. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with my boy Russ right now. He, Bro, they, they don't score any points. Yeah, I'm done with him. I'm, Oh, he don't be cooking. He don't be cooking at all. So he, he don't be cooking. Yo, if you would if you would have asked me this this damn question when the season started, I'd I'd laugh and said Russ. Yeah, like, facts, facts. But right now, I'm looking at their point totals, game in and game out. <laughs> they not scoring. No motherfucking points. No. We're talking about the Bucks. They're not scoring no points, bro. They not sco- they they scoring nine points consistently in games. At least three or four times they scored nine points. Well, <laughs> like, they don't get in the box. You, I just they, that man that man Russ is burnt out, bro. <laughs> Before he even when he was supposed to be fresh off the fresh off the <laughs> fresh off the skillet, boy, he burnt out oh. already, boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I, I'm rocking with. I'm rocking with James. James was looking better when he was playing. And he I'm taking James. I'm he taking James slinging that bitch down the field instead of. I don't know what Russ doing. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. You you put James with with, with the guys that they got in Denver. They score more points. Balling. He I promise balling. you, they score more points. I think so. Too. Ain't no damn way, bro. Ain't no damn way, bro. <laughs> That shit, bro. Cool. I hate it for I hate it for my guy, bro. I really I really hope I'm wrong. Yeah, he should do the crazy no. thing and just get money back at this point. But for this purpose, I'm going James. <laughs> okay, all right, damn. Okay, Jameis Winston or Mac Jones? Jameis Winston. Sorry, T.O. I That's just okay. see a big regression in Mac it, Jones from last yeah. year to this year, like. If we're going to talk about Zach Wilson, it's start time to start talking about Mac Jones because in that same game, the Zach Wilson only let his offense score three points and said he didn't let his team down. Mac Jones only scored three points in that game too. They just won on a walk-off punt. 
but it got Listen. it got swept under the rug because Zach Wilson was a little prick in the post game. Uh, that wasn't even Matt Jones' fault, bro. That's coaching. Our offense is, boy, listen, Matt Patricia is some shit. Listen, he is terrible. Like, dumpster juice, sewer manure, all of that. Um, sewer manure. That's a new one. That's a new one. That's a new one. Listen, he's bad. But honestly, bro, I'm taking Matt. And if you look at these past couple games as well, to where like okay, look at like Minnesota. You if you just look at the past couple weeks, and you're like okay, as compared to like the beginning of the season and everything as well. But then obviously he got hurt from some stint. But he's been balling, bro. It's just offensive play calling is the scheme, whatever it is. But honestly, he he been he been playing pretty good lately. So you're taking him over, Jameis? I would, yeah. Okay, okay. What's up? What's up, Cliff? I got to do some research, man. (laughs) (laughs) He said I got to do some research. research. (laughs) Hey, give me me some Mac Jones facts over there. That's what you got to (laughs) do. I mean, look. Um, He playing on my man top line. Look, look, like Jameis ain't played, so Jameis ain't played, but I know that that offense would be more effective with him in the Taysom Hill in the Taysom Hill so tandem. I, I know so. it would. I think you're hundred percent right that y'all OC is fucking so like because the completion percentage is around the same as last year. The rating is eighty seven to ninety two last year. The touchdowns he had 22 last year, 13 picks. He's got seven and seven this year. You only got five games left. He right? threw those picks early. But if you he, look at the past couple of weeks, he ain't been throwing interceptions. Right. If he can stay there, I think – but he he might end up with like 12 and seven. But he had like – he's at like 1,900 yards, and he had 3,800 last year. So he's not even going to be close to that. He missed a couple I, of games, though. So. I think I think it is big on 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 the coordinator, and I'll probably, I'll probably give Mac the nod – because I have seen him be successful. I, I'll probably give him the nod just because of the situation. He threw he been throwing shoot 300 plus yards, all of that. It's just the play calling is so terrible, bro. Shit is ridiculous. I mean that I mean look, y'all struggle with that one more than I thought you would. This That's last funny. one, I this last one, I don't know how y'all feel about this one, but it's Jameis Winston or Ryan Tannehill. I'm going Jameis, bro. I just think he's got more talent. Like, yeah, I feel like if you put Jameis Winston with AJ Brown, he would have looked a lot more explosive in in that offense, and it wouldn't have taken going to the Eagles to see that. So, I feel like Jameis's deep ball would unlock some of Tennessee's weapons more, and they wouldn't have to rely so much on just Derrick Henry plus throwing sometimes. Agree. I think we definitely, in this point, I, I think Jameis gets the nod to me over Tannehill. Um, the arm talent we know is, he still has the arm talent. It was the decision making, especially for, you know, a couple years in Tampa, that was the question mark. But then, honestly, I believe that that was corrected when he went to New Orleans um, under Sean Payton. 
And then before he, before the injury, I mean, he was looking good. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't turning the ball over. Um, and Tannehill just – he just ain't it. <laughs> that That's our analysis. Yeah, he just ain't it. He just ain't it. <laughs> yeah, he just ain't it. That yeah, run game, I mean, that that run game, definitely blankets or helps him look better. I think um, he he definitely benefits from that run game. Obviously, any quarterback probably would, but I think I just think that that run game definitely makes him look a lot better than he might actually be. And like Sam's point, if he had Jameis. If uh, AJ Brown would have had Jameis, he probably would have looked. They would have been way more dangerous. I think so. I agree with that. All right, all right. Let's pick up the tempo and go into the next person. The next person I got is Derek Carr. We're talking Derek Carr because, as Sam said, since he cried, he has not lost. So I want to talk about this. We've been thinking about this next season. Even would you rather have Derek Carr or Jared Goff? I'm gonna go Derek Carr. I don't even think that's a question for. Yeah, I think I'd go Derek okay. Carr, too. Okay. I mean, look, Jared Goff been out here putting up numbers quietly. He has. It, yep. it gave me some pause. It it definitely did. But I feel like uh, Derek Carr has done it more consistently for a little bit longer, whereas Jared Goff kind of fluctuates, I feel like. Yeah, Jared Goff be looking like pure sewer manure. I got, I got, I got to give Card a nod because of his history, and I mean, golf just hasn't op impressed me. But his last two, his he actually's played really well with yeah. the Lions. He's been looking good. He's played better with the Lions than he honestly than he did with the Rams. Exactly, like mm. pure numbers wise, right now I'm looking at. Okay, okay, got it. Let's keep it moving. Derek Carr, or Kirk Cousins. I'm sticking with Derek. Ooh. Yeah, I think so, too. I feel like if you give Derek Carr – I mean, Derek Carr has Devontae Adams, but if you give him Justin Jefferson, Thielen, Hawkinson, Dalvin Cook, I feel like he's doing just as much, if not more, than Kirk. You like that. <laughs> you, hey, talk that. <laughs> Man, Derek was not playing with y'all. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely gotta go with, with Derek. He's just yeah, you, you, you give Derek Justin Jefferson. I mean he got he got Devontae Adams and Waller, so yeah, he got, that's what I'm saying. Y'all so he got like weapons he ain't got, too, but he ain't he had got Waller been with like for so long though. Yeah, I, I just but he got Derek, he got ten he do got now. But he puts he up tank. numbers. He's been putting up like MVP caliber numbers for a long time. Like he put up some good numbers for a long time. Derek Carr's numbers right now are better than his. His completion percentage, uh, his rating is four points higher. But okay. other than that, like they're fairly even. Carr's got the nod though. Like, and okay. I probably would go with Carr just because cousins would be selling. Hey, I'm gonna do this one again because you know, like cousins with y'all. <laughs> I like fucking with y'all, so I'm gonna run this one again. Uh-huh. Excuse me, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Derek Carr. This ain't even a question. Yeah. Derek Carr. All right. 
All right, man. I, I, I hope Russell don't come back just shitting on people because y'all. I, can't right, right, I hope he do. Like, if, I, I hope he do, but I can't. I can't get this man no more airtime. He, right. he not. He not. <laughs> he's not that boy, I man. was sick of him he's putting him on primetime games. Stop putting their ass on primetime games. That shit is bad, man. <laughs> three points. Three points. Three points. We don't watch that shit. Three points a quarter. Fuck that. I watched the I watched the USFL, motherfucker. If I want to see that shit, <laughs> USFL. I'll, I'll see more points scored in that game. I promise. Right. That is that is wild. The USFL <laughs> is a wild take. I just I just want to be very clear that that's disrespectful as hell. Like like that is disrespectful as hell. Okay, we'll keep it moving into Jalen Hurts, who's having an MVP type run this season. Let's talk about it. And not even just for this season, but you are taking a quarterback for the rest of, like, franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can pick one. Jalen Hurts or Tua? Jalen Hurts. I think he's just a bit more dynamic yeah. with what he can do on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm taking I'm taking Jalen, too. Just because, like you said, I feel like he's more of a dual threat. And honestly, like – Something that people probably have always doubted him as far as his arm talent, but he, he does have arm talent, which we can see. Um, and he's definitely more of a run threat. So, uh, and the man, like, squat six, seven hundred pounds. He's strong as hell. <laughs> yeah, I got to go with Jalen. It's crazy because Tua stole his spot at Alabama, and all these years later, we're right. talking about him. Hey, crazy. Right. Hey, okay. Facts. Let's try Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott. <laughs> Jalen Hurts for the same reason. And I think if I'm looking to the yeah. future, I just got to go with the, the younger guy who's on the, the up more. Yeah, I think Jalen definitely does have – He, I think he's more – he's dynamic uh, more than, than Dak is. So that's probably why I would have to give it to Jalen. I'm a vent for a second. Dak. <laughs> everybody's hyping up us scoring points and stuff since Dak's been back. But Dak has thrown an interception. A bad bad interceptions in every game he's played since he's been back. And everybody wants to give him the excuse of well, his guys ain't running the right routes. You got the ball in your hand. They didn't throw that shit to themselves. You threw that shit. If that shit ain't open and you ain't throwing somebody open, don't throw that shit. Stop. You stop. You can't keep giving the nod. You can't keep giving the nod to them, man. Like I just can't. Like I just can't keep giving. One time is a one, two times is enough. Three, four, five, six times. I'm like, all right. It ain't open. I mean, it ain't open. So I, I need to see a little more. But to my point. I'm I'm going with Jalen Hurts. I think he's just showing. Wow! I think he just I didn't showed. I think you do it. I respect. Yeah, it. I, I think I think he showed his maturity this season. They gave him they gave him the team. They gave him the weapons, and and he's showing up. I mean, he's showing. And, and I obviously, I prefer a dual a dual threat quarterback myself. Dak, in my opinion, is a. He's not. He's never going to put done. up. The, He's never going to put up the rushing yards that Jalen Hurts does. Nah. But he, he can run the ball when he needs to. But he's nowhere near as, as elusive, quick, agile, explosive. Like, he's not – he's bigger. He's a bigger body. I just think 
I got to give the nod to Jalen Hurts. As bad as it, it, it I mean, oh, that's yeah. that's that's big. See, Cliff said he's a realistic Cowboys fan. He actually is. You love to see it. He did. He did, and it's true. Like, damn, bro. I didn't expect you to do it like that. <laughs> All, right. All right. The next person we got is Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert. Who? I feel like we should be saying Justin. I'm, I'm, I'm cooking, ain't I? <laughs> I feel like it should be Justin, no question. But – but you got some questions. I'm a ride with Jalen. Yeah, I definitely got questions. <laughs> and Justin Herbert got it. He he still definitely still has some crazy arm talent. But for that dual threat ability, I'm still rocking with Jalen. Yeah, I think same thing. I feel like there's a lot of people who are quick to jump the gun on like declaring Herbert would like be the MVP and. His arm talent's insane, but I I just think the arm talent plus the the rushing ability for Hertz gives it gives him the edge right now. And I mean, one of them's a MVP candidate, and one of them is not right now. <laughs> it's it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, man. Y'all, I mean, yo, y'all was talking real spicy about like not <laughs> y'all, but the eat you know the ether of y'all. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Anointing, anointing, my man. He's 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 doing it on the and through the air, and he's he's got twenty passing touchdowns. I'm not even looking at his rushing. He got twenty passing touchdowns, only three picks. Got a hundred eight QBR. Hey, you remember when Key I said mean, he couldn't get them touchdowns? I, I do. mean, he's he's what he he's he's gonna be. He's on probably on pace. I don't know how many rushing touchdowns he's got. I, he, I but he got twenty passing ones right now, and I know. I know his rush number is different. He almost got – he pretty much had 3,000 passing yards. So he could end up – he could low-key end up at like a, a five a 5,000 and a 50 or, or pretty damn close. That's pretty That's pretty different. Yep. 5,000 total yards, 50 total touchdowns type shit. I don't know – I don't know how close he is in the rushing. He's probably, probably way off. But mm-hmm. they got five more games left, and – He's the main focal point of the offense, so he definitely rushes the ball a lot once they get in the red zone, so I can see it. Yeah, I got to go with Jalen. Yeah, someone actually commented on that video recently on YouTube saying, like, damn, y'all really saw this coming. I was (laughs) like, yo, that dude is kind of nasty. Like, he really liked that. (laughs) Like, he really liked that. Okay, um, let's see. Justin – okay, Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson? Uh, this feels so disrespectful. I, I I think I have to take Lamar for this one, even though he's not having a better year. Yeah, I, I'm taking Lamar. I, I feel like he's just been doing it for a little bit longer. He has the same dual threat of being a run and a passer. And if they would get him a weapon, I feel like he would be able to do a lot of the shit Jalen Hurts is doing right, right now if he had A.J. Brown. So I got to give it to Lamar, I think. Yeah, I'm giving Lamar. That man be having people – Ankles touching foreheads, and you know, just making people looking stupid out there. So ankles touching. <laughs> he listen. He's just that man is different, bro. Like elusive wise, like his dynamic ability over Jalen Hurts is, I feel like, is pretty big. Like, if the only thing is, he don't have nobody to throw the ball to. It ain't like he can just sit back there, whatever the Michael Vick commercial, and throw it seventy yards. 
go catch Ready to catch it. So <laughs> if he had some weapons, his numbers I feel like will look a whole lot different. But if you if we put Lamar in that Eagles off undefeated, beating everybody by fifty. Okay. Hmm. Hey, okay. Spice. You said there with your whole chest. Yes. You said there with your whole chest. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see. The last one I'll give y'all, and I feel like this one is a little bit more obvious for people, but Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow? I'm taking Joe Burrow, and this is the only young quarterback who can't run that I would take over Jalen Hurts, and it's just winning. Like, the winning is just different. He's done it at every level so far. And, I mean, Joe Burrow destroyed Jalen Hurts in the college football playoffs. I know that that's, you know, before their NFL careers started. But, like, when we see <laughs> them faced up against each other in a playoff situation where it mattered, Joe Burrow destroyed Jalen Hurts. So, and, and coming off a Super Bowl appearance and just beating Pat Mahomes for the third time doesn't hurt either. So. I got to go, Joe. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, this is a tough one, though. I ain't going to hold you. Oof. Uh, I'll probably have to rock with Burrow, too. Just as yeah. a pure passer, and he just he just is very different. Like, I think he can put up similar numbers, like his throwing, his throwing abilities, like, just kind of – it's pretty elite. And he's obviously he's got weapons he's throwing to as well, but he don't really have no protection. Like, imagine if he wasn't getting sacked as much as he was getting sacked, bro. Like, numbers would be OD probably. Bro, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah. I got, got Rocker Burrow too. That's yeah. that's a tough one though. Yeah, it's definitely okay. tough, and I think I'm a rock with y'all going Burrow too. But that's tough. That's tough. Okay. I mean, look, Jalen Hurts has really changed the way people viewed him as a quarterback this season. I think that's what this definitely shows. So that's what we got for the no huddle. We got Sam wrapping us up with the Ballers Bouquet. Yeah. So for our last segment, we do the Ballers Bouquet. Too often in the media, people focus on only the salacious things that athletes do and the nonsense that they might get themselves involved with time to time. Here, we like to do things different. We like to focus on the positive that athletes are doing every day uh, in their communities that often goes underlooked in favor of like more clickbaity stuff. So for this week's Ballers Bouquet, I'm giving it to Jared Goff, Detroit Lions quarterback, and he's Detroit's uh, nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Since joining the Lions in 2021, Jared Goff has uh, continued his longstanding devotion to youth in the community By pouring his time and resources into Detroit area schools, this year, Goff and his brand, JG16, developed a partnership with the nonprofit organization, Give Merit's Fate Program. And in collaboration with four Fate students, Goff designs and sells clothing products that ultimately provide college scholarships to students in Detroit. The group works with a designer to create clothing that captures the heart of the initiative, and Jared Goff matches 100% of the profits, which awards uh, 175 Detroit youth uh, working on real life business projects with a scholarship upon completion of the program. And this is something that he's continued from his time in LA uh, when he was with the Rams. So each team gets a nominee for their Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. um, And those are being announced now. We have, we've done a couple of Ballers Bouquets of people that have been their team's nominee. 
uh, in this season. So uh, keep a lookout on if you want to be more up to date on the philanthropy that's going on. There's a big cause going on uh, right now that the NFL players are doing with their cleats cause called cleats for a cause. And each player will wear cleats that represent a different philanthropic cause or charitable cause that is uh, close to home with them. The Browns were the team that they highlighted with this last week, and it goes hand in hand with uh, the NFL's Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. So a big shout out and congratulations to Jared Goff for all the work that he's doing in his community uh, and continue to do that in addition with, with playing some really good football. So that's our Ballers Bouquet. All right, that's hella dope. That is it for episode 95 of the Fly Route Podcast. I want to thank everybody that popped through and listened, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere. We really appreciate y'all, and we cannot wait to bring you episode 96 next week. The Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route Pod.